Blog Talk Radio. You said you saw it already or you saw it just ahead? Hey, to support you. It messed yeah. up first during the, during the 12 o'clock service, so we didn't get yeah, to hey, watch it. Hey, Pam, what did you want? I'm sorry, say that again. We came back. I said it messed up during the 12 o'clock service, and so when I came back the second time, I think everybody was so engrossed in it. He didn't. He just let it play all the way through. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, good morning. Good morning. I missed a couple of people right there. I saw Luce come up. Uh, Terrell came on. Hey, good morning, Terrell. Back and good morning. Hey, man. Congratulations too on the on the two services. God is blessing you guys over there. Keep it up. I was Smithfield. Reverend Scoggins, hey, good morning. Hey, Val, we made it back. Thanks again so much for the retreat weekend. Hey, uh, Sister Phyllis, hey, good morning. Hey, Belinda, good morning. Good morning. You got a superstar down there playing ball at college. Uh, Sound 43, hey, good morning. Sister Cynthia Woodley, good morning to you. Uh, can we get some hearts over there on Periscope? Latoya, hey, good morning. I hope you guys are having a great day. Matter of fact, it's probably like midweek. I hope you're having an awesome week. I know God is blessing, and I just hope you, you're seeing how Thomas Whitfield. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Facebook uh, Periscope is talking about hearts. Can we get some likes on uh, on Facebook that way I can maybe respond later? Uh, hey Langhorn, Janita, Janita. Good morning. Good morning. For those of you who are new with us, we are on this journey to hear God's voice. Right? Just listen. We want to make sure that we don't miss it with all of the clutter and the chatter and the number of voices that speak to us and all of the information that we have access to. You know, one, one key goal to maximizing life is being able to properly discern the voice of God and hear God's voice. And so we're kind of going through that. Hey, Sister Cynthia Wallow. And, and so, you know, that's kind of what we've been walking through is how to properly hear God's voice. And, again, I don't have a monopoly on it. Uh, you know, my goal was to glean and gain as much information as I could, uh, be in prayer for both revelation and insight, and then, you know, kind of share that share that as well. Uh, so here we are. Here we are today. Get ready. Uh, get ready to jump right into today's Devo. Uh, Crystal Thomas, hey, good morning. And uh, today, who's that? Uh, at Barry 22, one of the Berries, most of the Berries. Hey, good morning to the Berries. Always glad to see you guys. <laughs> Uh, today we are in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, and if I had a title today, I would say get chatty, right? Just get chatty, talk about it. Uh, because, you know, one of the things we've been talking about and discussing really is this idea of hearing God's voice. Hey, Foreman, good morning. Good morning to you. But, but I, think impo- I think what's important to hearing God's voice, as we kind of already alluded to, is this relationship with God. You know, we talked about the fact that God is our friend, and because God is our friend, you know, there's some conversations you have with your friend that you just don't have with everyone else. And so because that's the case, you know, one of the things we want to make sure we're able to do is engage in conversation. Hey, Melissa, good morning. So in order to engage in conversation, uh, you, you know, you want to first understand that there is a relationship you have where you can have conversation. So I think up to this point we've leaned very, very heavily on, hey, Nico, very heavily on listening. Uh, but today I want, to, I want to kind of make this turn and talk about let's let's chat with him. Isaiah 1 and 18. Um, matter of fact, let me give you the backdrop. Our God is speaking to Israel, to Judah, actually, and he's telling them, I mean, he's, he's just blasting them, really. He's, he's giving them the business. He, he's telling them, look, uh, you guys have not been listening to me. You haven't done anything I've said. And then around verse 15, God actually says, you know, you spread your hands out in prayer, but I'm going to hide my eyes from you. 
He even goes as far to say, you offer me many prayers, and I am not listening. I mean, before this, he says, you're worshiping, I'm not accepting it. You're bringing me these offerings, and I'm rejecting it. I mean, it seems like everything they're doing to connect to God, God is just not happening. I'll be honest, I'm rereading, like, what? Like, come on, God, I thought you were holy and kind and loving and wanted us to come, right? But I'm listening to this, and, and so, of course, I'm like, well, what's, what's the remedy? What's the solution? to God not hearing our prayers, to God not listening, to God not receiving our offering. It, it comes in verse 18. In verse, verse 18, he says, look, he says, uh, what's what he say? Uh, he says, come, let us reason together. Matter of fact, I'm going to read it from the New International Translation. He says, come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. You know, we often focus on the, you know, Sin like scarlet, he's going to wash our sins away, but he washed it. And that's absolutely true. However, the focus for us when we talk about hearing God and and uh, discerning God's voice is the first part where he says, come now. NIV says, let us settle the matter, right? Settle the matter. Uh, like a court case where you have a prosecutor and a defendant, they exchange arguments, they exchange statements, they exchange evidence, and they engage in a conversation. Right? Let us settle the matter. Uh, the King James says, let us reason together. Right? Let, let me give you my reasons. Let me give you uh, Let me give you a few reasons. This is you and God, right? God, God, this is what I'm thinking. God says, well, this is what I think. You say, well, God, what about this? And then, you know, God said, but nah, this is my idea. There's almost this negotiation taking place. The message translation of that says, God, let us argue this out. The idea is the same, and, and I know this is a little little different because usually when we talk about discerning God's voice, we only focus on the listening. But, but here's the key. You want to give yourself something to listen to. So today gives you a green light to enter into debate, negotiation, some bargaining, some conversation, get chatty with God. And, and I know some of you say, well, why would I do that? If you have questions, please type them up. I love to ask, answer them. Let, let me kind of build my argument first. And that is simply that it's when you engage in conversation, right, you speak, God speaks, you speak, God speaks, that, that it, it begins to expand and extend what God is going to say. Sometimes God just says it. He'll say, do it. God will say, do it. God will say, go. God will say, stop. God will say, this is how you ought to operate, and you get it. But then sometimes you've got to be honest, you don't agree, or you don't understand, or it doesn't make sense, or you just have some ulterior motive. You know, yesterday we talked about, you know, getting to a place where, uh, we listen, and we don't come with these preconceived ideas. Today what we're saying is, look, since we do often come with these preconceived ideas, if you're going to empty them out, because that's what we talked about yesterday, emptying them out, emptying your ears, then one of the ways you empty your ears is you talk to him about it. Look, God, here, here's what I was thinking. Here are my arguments. And I don't even think about it. We, we were always taught never to question God. Well, let me say, there's a difference between asking God a question and actually questioning him. When we question him, we surmise that his way is not going to be the way that works. So we're asking, God, are you really sure? No. So when we talk about being chatty, I'm not, I'm not at all suggesting that you should question him, but I am saying you can ask him questions. The difference between, God, are you sure, and God, well, how do you want me to go about it are drastically different. Those are two totally different sets of questioning. It's a different type of questioning, a different type of question. Uh, we're talking about negotiating. We're talking about settling it. We're talking about reasoning. It's the same thing Abraham does when uh, when he's talking about Sodom and Gomorrah. You guys remember Abraham? Uh, and Pastor Robert Morris talked a little bit about this in his book, Frequency. 
but, but Abraham, Abraham has a conversation with God, right? Tips were addressing God in the battle. Uh, okay, expand on that for me, Stacey. Um, Abraham goes to God and, and says, look, God, would you spare, would you spare Sodom and Gomorrah if I had 50 people who were unrighteous? And God says, eh, you know, maybe. He's like, but what about 45? What about 30? What about 15? What about 10? Uh, and he builds this argument because, God, you're just. Clearly, you wouldn't let those people die. You want them to live. So we can just find this many righteous people. Wouldn't you think that justice is saving them? I mean, he's literally having this discourse with God because it creates a conversation. And every time, God has to speak again. He, speak, he speaks, then God speaks again. He speaks, then God speaks again. It literally increases and enhances the conversation, which uh, then, of course, enhances what he hears because he, he's a little chatty. I want to encourage you to do that. I want, I want you to, I want you to, you know, have, have a conversation with God, not because you are on his level, not because it makes sense. This is a conversation like a professor to a student where the student gets to learn more because he or she's in conversation with the professor. This is, uh, this, this is Mr. Miyagi and the Karate Kid. Mr. Miyagi clearly is much more versed and knows a whole lot more, uh, but the Karate Kid can only learn based on what he talks about and what he asks. It happened with Gideon. Y'all remember Gideon? God told Gideon what to do. Gideon was like, wait a minute, God. Let's, let's talk about this. Matter of fact, let's try this. If you do this, then I know that it's you. If you do that, then I know that it's you. P- Peter does it. Peter does it when he's afraid of what he sees on the water. Um, and he's like, wait a minute, Jesus, is that you? He's like, yeah, it's me. Uh, P- Peter says, well, if it's you, right, that's a, that's a negotiation. If it's you, tell me to come and walk on the water. He never would have heard walk on the water. Nobody here has ever performed that miracle if it hadn't been for some chat, some, some conversation. And I want to encourage you to converse with God. Have the conversation. Some of you are like, well, how do you do it? Just like I'm talking to you right now. You can hear me on the video. You can hear me on the audio. Speak aloud to God. Look at yourself in the mirror and talk to God. Uh, in an empty room, talk to God aloud. You can have it in your mind. Let, let me be clear. You can definitely talk to God in your mind. You know, since you're, you, can, you can have the conversation in your mind, but something happens when words come out of your mouth and you hear what you say. So I want to encourage you to, you know, have the real conversation. Hey, Mr. Josh, congratulations again on your anniversary. H- have the conversation. Now, not only should you have the conversation, but, um, but, but you, should, you should maybe write down some of your questions. For some of you who do a lot of journaling and writing, write it down. Write, God, well, I hear what you're saying, I think. But because I'm still trying to discern your voice, what, what did you mean when you said this? Or what did this particular scripture mean? Or when I heard this in the sermon, how does that apply? How does that apply to me? Right? Ask those questions. You know, you know, one of the things, one of the things that I'm, I'm really, uh, really blessed to have and blessed to have experienced is the idea of mentorship. Right? That there are people who, who have mentored me, uh, including my father and my mother who I could go to and ask questions about. And whenever I ask those questions, it pulled them to say more and expound. But, but let me say now, now that I'm blessed and privileged, really, really privileged, so this isn't going at all, to be on the other side where I've had the chance to mentor people, uh, where I've had, uh, I've had what I, you know, I consider adopted sons and daughters, right, in ministry, yes, but just in life. You know, uh, some of them have gone on to pastor. Some of them are working in corporate America. You know, young, young guy, um, uh, RJ, he started his own business up in Northern Virginia. Uh, you know, a couple of guys are pastoring here in Hampton and Harrisonburg. Uh, you know, and then there's some young young ladies 
who I've been able to pour into in a deeper level that I consider like daughters. And, and I'm saying that to say that those that I consider like like sons and like daughters who who I who I've in a way adopted, you know, it was one thing for me to see and pick them, you know, and say, hey, I see you, I see your potential, I want to give you as much as I can, I want to pour out all that I have. You know, it's one thing for me to do that to them, but there's this there's this new excitement when they call me or when they stop by or when they swing by the office and they say, hey, here's what's going on in my life. Here's what I've been going through. Here's what I'm doing. Here's some of my achievements. Here's what God's been doing with me. Here's what God has been saying. And, and when they come to me to have the conversation, I then open up in a way that they would have never heard had they had to wait for me to call them. Because because there is there is this uh, – there's this something in me that says, oh, they want to have, they want me to speak. They want me, my suggestions. They are asking for my advice. And immediately, you know, I just start pouring out and giving out and giving advice and sharing what I read and here's what happened at the conference and here's what God is putting in me. But that conversation doesn't take place until they come to me. I mean, yeah, I call them every so often. Uh, but, you know, after they've grown up now, after they've grown up as children, they come, they come back. Uh, and I think it's really the image, uh, it's the image of grandparents, right? You know, parents are kind of forced to have to deal with their But when the grandkids come, oh, man, it's a whole different world. When the grandkids come, it's like the second second generation of kids with them. They have so much they want to share, stories and places they want to go. Likewise, Romans 8 says this. Romans 8 says that uh, we are children. The Spirit testifies that we are children that we are heirs and co-heirs with Christ, that we are, the Spirit says that we have been adopted into God's family. And like adopted children of God, he loves nothing, he loves nothing greater than for you and I to come to him and say, hey, here's what's been going on in my life. And in that moment, a father who has adopted us, right, into his family, he just starts to pour out. He grows in wisdom. He throws out insight. He gives you revelation. Because in that moment, you decided to be a little chatty. So today, spark up a conversation with God. Negotiate, settle, create some argument. God can handle whatever you want to talk about. More than that, God wants to handle whatever you talk about. And in doing so, it will start to increase your level of discernment. Because not only will you hear God, you will hear God say more. God, I thank you for today. And I pray, I pray, God, really, that you open up our ears. But today, we also ask that you open up our mouth. Uh, God, God, give us conversation. Give us conversation that will give us insight. Conversation that will grow us spiritually. Conversation that will mature us. And most importantly, conversation that will draw us closer to you, so that we'll look like you. God, today uh, we thank you for reasoning with us. We thank you for sharing, and I pray that God, you draw us nearer to you, so that we will in turn hear your voice clearly. God, we want to know that it is you. We want to listen to what you have for us to learn. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, listen, today you guys go start a conversation. Uh, get a little chatty. Get a little chatty. Get a little chatty. And I, I really believe it's going to help you hear God better. Uh, Sunshine, thank you, saying When in a battle with people, who can be deceitful? Do you, oh, who can be deceitful? Do you negotiate? We'll explain that. When in a battle with people, I got, I got you, Stacey. Um, I'm, I'm, off, I'm off the blog, but let me just kind of answer that. When in a battle with people, uh, who can really be deceitful? Well, let me say this. Sometimes you negotiate. Um, you negotiate because deceitful people don't always give you what it is worth. 
and they may try to cheat you out. So negotiation is a way for you to for you to earn justice. Matter of fact, some argue never take what is offered, only get what you negotiate, right? So some argue that all the time. And, and then the other argument for that is sometimes, you know, you just back off and you pay more than what it's worth um, just because uh, you, you're proving God's value, God's wealth, and God's power. You know, so there's two sides to that coin. But basically there are some moments where you do negotiate with the people, people just to let them know, hey, one, uh, I'm, I'm not ignorant of the devil's game. Two, uh, there's a level of intellect where we engage in conversation and we negotiate with deceitful people now so that we we cut off their deceit so that it doesn't hurt people behind us, right? That there's, there's some places, some businesses, some dealings um, that, that you just want to have some negotiation and some reasoning because you set up the people that are behind you. And so I'm not quite sure if that's the exact angle you were talking about, uh, Sunshine, is that, is, that, is that close to what you were asking? Uh, for those of you who are who are just joining on, I'm, I'm doing some Q and A right now. We can that, that okay. That makes sense. All right, that's good. Yeah. So so let me say this. Um, if I could close it on a positive, and that was a great great question. Um, we we negotiate with God because He's not deceitful, because um, because He will do what is right. Here's the key: be careful. You know, if there's a disclaimer that when we negotiate with God. Understand that just because at the end he accepts what you said doesn't mean that what you said was right. There are many moments where people negotiated with God, and after negotiating, he gave it to them even though he disagreed. The children of Israel um, elected elected their 45th president, I mean, <laughs> elected Saul as their king um, because it's what they wanted, not what God wanted. Right? And he gave that to them. Hey, Sister Sally, good morning. He gave it to them even though it was not what was best for them. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. That was oops, right. <laughs> um, but, but but that can happen. And so here's the key. I'm not saying negotiate so that you can be right. I'm saying negotiate so that you get used to hearing God's voice. And the more you are used to hearing God's voice, uh, the more God speaks, the more likely you are to know when it's him and when it's not. The only reason we're saying be chatty is because uh, while you are chatty or when you are chatty, you, you are now inundated with God's voice in a way where it becomes familiar. That's all. You, you want to be familiar. Get familiar. Get familiar with it. Get familiar with it. So we do want to distinguish negotiating with God and reasoning with God and arguing with God from negotiating, reasoning, and arguing with people. Totally different. Uh, however, both are necessary. Yeah, both are necessary. Okay. Look, you guys have a great day today. Get chatty. Get chatty. And uh, we'll, we'll be back tomorrow morning. Be blessed. And thank you all again so much for coming on and uh, being with us and sharing this uh, so that, you know, we can be a blessing to many more. Have a good day. Thank you, Pastor. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yep, you guys take care. You too.